Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 100 PTSD Self Healing Show. Photography as Mindfulness with Esther Matheson, creator at that book. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Hello, hello. Hi. Here in Toronto, we had snow last night so still <laughs> um, we are interviewing with somebody fl- from LA and she's in hot sunny <laughs> day welcoming Esther Matheson to our show PTSD self-healing um, very happy to have you Esther she is actually uh, talking about photography as mindfulness because she's doing uh, a lot of uh, work around the photography and we're gonna know how art uh, could actually affect her life welcome to my show Esther thank you Fante I'm so happy to be here thanks for having me all right Esther tell me about yourself why did you uh, first I know you have created an amazing book, which is uh, which is not only a gray scale book. It's a very colorful, full of photos, beautiful, high quality book. Uh, first, tell me about that book. And then we go back to your story and how you start your journey. Thank you. So that book is my company where we transform people's personal stories from their lives into these luxury heirloom art objects so they can be celebrated for generations to come. They're archival and they are beautiful and um, they're an expression of people's lives. All right, so tell me about yourself. What do you do? What did you study? What are you doing now? So I have, I started life as an actress on television and yes. And then I worked on television for a little while and, and then I um, switched, switched careers and went and studied to study design, interior design. But then while I was studying design, I got, I was cast on a, um, on a lifestyle show presenting. So I was on television again. And then when I finished studying interior design, I realized I didn't want to be an interior designer. So I I went and worked in the National Maritime Museum's um, designing exhibitions for, um, you know, scores of people to to walk through, tens of thousands of people to walk through. And then at some point, my husband said, why don't you come with me, come and work with me in, in his company? He had a commercial photography business. And so I did. And so I was doing that for the last 10 years. And then somewhere along the way there, I realized that all of this just wasn't none of, even though I'd sort of reached some really good, um, some heights in all of those jobs and really had some great, um, great wins, 
none of it had really made me happy. And I, I, I realized that I wanted to tell people's, I wanted to tell personal stories, not brand stories. I wanted to be responsible for the stories I told and to find them and to formulate them. And to, and so I came up with the idea of that book where we literally, if, if you think of your life as a TV series, we'll come and photograph one episode of that TV series in still images. And then we use those images as the basis for a piece of art about your life, about that moment in time in your life. And so we, I bring my, my team and we create custom artwork and beautiful bespoke design and we collect ephemera, we collect, um, you know, like anything that might relate to that story, tickets or letters or postcards and or old photographs or things that have been maps that have been drawn or um, you know, like a page from a guest book we've in, in also put into a book. And we bind all of that into this really beautiful piece of art that your family can look back over and treasure for generations to come. Uh, That's how I got that. Oh, sorry. sorry, I was just going to say it's the funny thing is that I realized at one point that I've been telling stories my whole life. I like my I, from from being an actress to and working in the museum, you know, working in the museum. I was telling the historical stories and um, and then as a commercial photographer, telling brand stories and and but now telling these personal stories is really what speaks to me and what and what what I think I've found my true calling now. Beautiful, you know, I guess. People have the art in their nature. All of us have. Mm-hmm. All of us mm, have this nature. But the point is where we can discover it, it's, it's a point. Uh, I know some people start from some point of art, let's say painting, and then they say, oh, maybe I have to go and do something in designing or I have to go to <laughs> uh, maybe uh, music. I found out people who are artistic, I mean, they have a natural um, natural desire for art. Uh, they, they can do a bunch of artistic-related uh, activities. That's often. <laughs> like, that is often my brother is, uh, has a really great um, taste in art. He started as um, uh, his painting. And then he went to music. He was really good in both of them. So mm. his love was somehow he he went to career as a computer programmer, and then he stuck there. But that's interesting because uh, he married to uh, somebody who um, draw as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like artistic family, and their uh, their daughter. Uh, she's a four-year-old and she also loved drawing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, this is like a gene in everybody's, in that yeah. family, right? Yes, I, I mean, I definitely come from a very, very creative background. Um, and it's true what you say, a lot of creative people are um, fluent in a lot of the different artistic fields. And I think it's, I think it's, your mind just works in a certain way where, um, you are tr- you you want to express things visually or throughout, but you want to interpret your experience or or something that you see, but you have this need to interpret it. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. 
It, I was going to say to make sense of it somehow. I think it's to make sense of it. Like I think a lot of creative people would say that it's to make sense of their experience. And I think that's often why um, maybe people who are kind of troubled or, you know, not a little more, uh, I, I don't want to say troubled, but more searching for things, searching for answers, searching for who they are, um, you know, searching, I think. A lot of artists are searching. I think I've definitely been searching my whole life. But I came from a, my family, is my, my great-grandmother was, I found out recently, was the first female filmmaker in Hungary, which wow. was, yeah, <laughs> really astounding fact that I would have liked it if my parents had have told me earlier because maybe I would have questioned my uh, creativity a little bit less but she was a a brilliant designer she was I, I knew that she was a, a really amazing fashion designer she had boutiques in Paris and and in and Budapest but um also she was a costume designer for the um, Budapest opera and um and but I didn't know the bit about the filmmaking and what we do with with our books at that book is what I'm doing is almost what a filmmaker does in a you know in a micro level, pulling together all of these different people to do their specialties and make this piece of art about a story. Because the books really can be about any story at all. It can be about a, a birth or a wedding or a um, you know a, it can be it can it can be a corporate story. It can be an, a story of achievement. It can be a story of um, anything of anything that you can tell a story about that you can photograph you know so yes i definitely come from this very and then my grandmother was um incredibly creative as well she was a beautiful artist but she she wasn't able to express her art she was um busy having children yes that that happens in one point of life because i used to play violin or because of my baby it's so mm. difficult to find time mm. and practice but mm. You know, expressing help you heal from traumas, mm -hmm. and um, that's because we are talking about PTSD. Uh, and I know you you never had PTSD, but all of us have kind of uh, traumas in our life. Mm -hmm. How art could help you release uh, from negative emotions, or when you don't feel good, sad or unhappy how it help you well i think that it's expressing emotion like just the act of, of creating art is expressing emotion i just because just because because of who i am my emotional state my relation you know my, my parents were um refugees to australia there was a lot of anxiety, you know, growing up. My grandma, you know, my my grandmother was, she really like stifled her art, and she was a brilliant artist, like a beautiful painter and metalwork, and she was just absolutely fantastic. But she was just too caught up in survival, and you know, and also like, and also the loss, like survival and loss, because in Hungary they were actually kind of really well to do. And they came, you know, my, the family were generals and designers and, you know, and then when they went to Australia, they were very poor. And um, on the other side, my mother's side, my grandfather had to, was he was a janitor when he, when he went to Australia. He was a doctor and a dentist in Hungary, but he escaped, you know, they both immigrated. So there's so much trauma that goes with that. And then that's passed down. And I don't even exactly. think, I, I don't even think I realized that I had it, but for some reason I didn't express 
I wasn't expressing my creativity or, or really, I didn't trust my creativity, I don't think. Like, I don't think I, I understood how strong that side of me was. I think I was too caught up in the trauma. So when I did start to, in fact, it was some friends in San Francisco when I was living there who said that, you know, that, that pointed out how crea- that I'm a creative person, a very creative person, and that I wasn't doing anything creative. And it was when I was working in my husband with my husband and we were working for a very corporate client and I was really stuck doing really uncreative work. And yes, I was on a photo set and there was there were pictures being made, but it was very uncreative and I was going crazy. Like I just I just felt like I wasn't it was like stifling, like I couldn't breathe or something. And my friends pointed this out and they said, You had that idea about the books, you should really make that happen. And that's when I started to really um, research how to do that and it's been a, you know it's been a four-year process but making the books and seeing something that I visualized come to life like and creating it um, has given me it, it gives you confidence it gives you a release for your those emotions um, it allows you to yeah express um, and it's, it's yeah creativity sexuality and emotion is all just so tied up together that i think if you're and i think i think everybody's a creative person too as you said and so we all need to be creating creating in some way in some way you know i have um i just wrote a book naturally conceived and uh, this is part of my story in uh, struggling with fertility. Mm-hmm. The moment I discovered how creativity could help healing from trauma and uh, all the blockers that I had in my mind, I started releasing it by uh, violin performance, going um, public speaking, um. all the fears that... Uh, was there hidden all yeah. of them you know all of them I tried to overcome yeah that's a part of it because uh, creativity help you to first bring everything in surface when you have everything in surface then you you, you can, can deal with it exactly you can yeah. deal with it and as you say expressing maybe in the beginning when when you are happy your painting is different from when you are sad but mm-hmm. the way you are expressing that painting means that you're creating something and uh, that's very satisfactory and actually that uh, activate your penile gland <laughs> and uh, all of your hormones you don't know creativity actually can help a lot of balancing in your body and it's it's fantastic <laughs> process yeah. in yeah. your brain yes and it's just yeah once you have it out once you get get it that emotion out there on in front of you or into the air mm-hmm. if it's music then yeah that's movement right and it's energy and you've got to get to have the energy flowing if the energy is not flowing it's stagnant and it's um it's painful like it, it it's actually painful you don't know what you don't know that you're stuck but you're so stuck in this in the side to me also it's like a loop in your head and it stops the loop in your head if you're if you're expressing it's the loop then it's the energy's got a, a, a place to get out of you 
we gotta talk about loop because I have a lot of things talking about that. We're gonna mm-hmm. come back in few seconds. Okay. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. You know about this loop? Uh, when I was a software engineer, I used to do programming. And in programming, we have infinite loop. You mm-hmm. can stay in infinite loop if you don't have any breakpoint, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the moment you actually define a breakpoint, which is something new, any exception, you come out of that loop. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we do with creativity. Creativity means something which is not existed before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So this is yeah. new, and that's uh, out of your normal zone. Yeah. You are creating something, and you actually order your body to be creative, and all the uh, cells and your hormone try to generate something. Yes, because we're creative beings. Yes. We are here to create. I really believe that, that we yes. are here to create ourselves into into what we're supposed to become and I think that once and once I realized that once I stopped just living sort of um without without so much um what's the word like I was living without deliberate like deliberateness before I was just kind of living and then when I found these the books that, that I want to do and I really started to throw myself into that and I was and I I mean we want like with our first book we won the 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 um book of the year at the British Book Design and Production Awards I mean we beat this is a big award I don't I, oh. I'd never heard I'd never heard of it before oh but, good but it's thank you but it was like the top award in book design and production in probably in Europe at least in the UK and that was just because I mean I did yeah you know, as soon as I as soon as I started to follow my heart and and do this thing that I was passionate about I attracted the most incredible people to me uh, my book publisher is a phenomenal book publisher and creator he so I was working with him so he had the best um book binders and so we and he put me in touch with this incredible designer and so all all together we had this amazing team and we you know, took out the top award, which which I'm talking about, we beat Tashin and Faden and like all these amazing, amazing, huge publishing houses with unlimited budgets. And that just shows what, what you do when you release your creativity, yes. like what you, and trust it and flow with it. And I, and it was, yeah, and it was really about being deliberate with my life and that and that is you know being responsible for yourself and 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 being living with with care yeah you know i like this idea you know what i did like when i was a project manager first when we had a very complicated project everyone oh how can you do this i said i see the big picture i visualize that it's done and yeah. when, because I have this frequency, right people come to mm. my team. So mm. we have a right people in the team and try to make it 
together. Yeah. And uh, because you had this frequency, right frequency, and you really focused on that uh, work that you were going to do, that happened to you again. Because uh, you, you easily you can waste your energy yes. by doing stupid stuff yes. and uh, dispress, I mean, uh, distribute your uh, energy in different tasks, which is not really related, and by justifying yourself that I'm doing something. Mm. That's what we do when we work for someone else. But okay. when you are, you have an ideal goal and you have a focused energy, then what you do, just a little bit of creativity and you have right people come to your door and then that's done. You know, when I wanted to write this book, you know, this book, I just published mm-hmm. it. I told myself, okay, first, I started writing it and I said, okay, I need some other people coming to my book, like top fertility experts. I had this visualization. I had the right frequency. And then suddenly I connected to right people. I'm very amazed how supportive they were and how this happened. Because I had this imagination in my mind, this book going to be done. And it's going to, you know, hit bestseller. That's, That's exactly what happen when you have focused energy and yeah. you have, you, have, you can create something from the scratch you shouldn't afraid of what you're doing because this is your unique idea uh, that can actually change your world yeah if you are not creative you don't have any excitement yeah you know no. you you're not... yeah. yeah yeah go ahead I was gonna say yeah you're not making something you're not yeah you're not discovering and you're not growing and we're here to grow and if you're not growing then that is that's not that's not living. yeah yeah you know my baby she's three year old when mm-hmm. you give her something to play she's very excited oh I need this I need that and then after some time she gets tired and she needs something else. Mm. But as soon as she sees something new, she's very excited. That's what happened to us. Mm-hmm. Creativity makes us excited. And yeah. that's part of your life because excitement of it, it creates a lot of energy. Yeah. Right? And yes. that's actually uh, start those flames in your heart that you're going to do a great job. But some people have a the, the lot of idea. I see a lot of people have this great idea because they, but because they don't have that focus energy and they don't have that a starting point. And the belief. Exactly. The, it's belief. belief. Yeah. So yeah. do you have any sample of this book? Yeah, so I... I... I do have it and it worked out, you know, and what you were just saying though is so fascinating because so I've had that experience in so many different ways recently since I started to believe and since I just started doing and, and um, doing things that excited me. Um, I, you know, I started, I also, somebody suggested that I should write a TV show about, about my books and that I, should, I would have a TV show about my books. And um I decided to embrace that and when I started I started to write it and once again all of the correct people um came to my let me just try and call her came came into my life 
Um, and from the, like a guy from Netflix walked into my front yard and helped me. Could you grab, oh, thank you so much. My, my, wow. trusty, my trusty assistant has brought it. Thank you, I watching the show. <laughs> um, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, so this is like a gold, it's a gold leather. It's This is custom artwork. You see like custom artwork embossed. We create a brass out of it. It has rubies and garnets down yeah, the spine. That's just amazing. A metal heart. And then, you know, it's got all sorts of different, I'm going to put the thing down, different materials. It's got fabric and hand painting. Wow. I thought it all for paper, but no. Letters. <gasps> that's beautiful. So it's a whole story, you know, like it's not really a book. And then this beautiful photography. Wow. So, you know, this is a, our 50th birthday party. And Sayalita, we paint on the photographs. So you're doing it for the people, right? They can order this book? It's private commission, yeah. yes. So we discuss, yeah. like, what is the project that we're going to make? This kind of thing. You know, like even the little surfer girl, she surfs across to the other page. Wow. So, yeah, it's like a little, it's, it's very experiential. Yeah. And, um, yes, and tells this very full story. And, yes, yeah, so when you're going through it, you actually, you know, the papers are so beautiful and um, they have heavy papers. It's it's not, it's it's actually, it's a piece of, it's a piece of art about a moment in time, basically. Um, really? So I see that you have a Facebook page, you have Instagram, and you yeah. have a website, yeah.net, so everybody can contact you through these uh, connections. Yes, they can. Yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. happy to talk, I'm happy to talk anybody through it and, you know, and explain it further because it is a new concept and it's not something that exists outside of my business it's just it doesn't it hasn't been done before which is extraordinary to me that when you have an idea and you start to research it and you think it's the most obvious thing in the world and then it's not existent <laughs> which yeah. which is great which is great <laughs> you know everybody um you know everybody look at uh, their memories and um, in past you can't believe how these pictures are memorable after years. Let's say you have your baby when she's like just born and then you uh, see her growing age yeah. of three and may, maybe more. And uh, that's the only thing that can stay. Voice and yeah, photo and voice they can stay, and that's the only thing you can just keep it for years. And I guess print version, I always love print version rather than just digital one. <laughs> well, as my as my publisher always says, you can still open. I think it's the Doomsday book he calls. It. I think it's like the earliest. Um, printed book that still exists. I think it's the Doomsday Book. I may be wrong, but he said it's like from the I don't know 11, uh, 11th century or something. That's the first book they made. 
So you can still open the pages of that and you can't open a floppy disk from 1970. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like this, they're real, they're physical, tangible things. And I think now more than ever, we are desperate for that. Like just these moments of permanence, these quiet, you know, bubbles of space, of, of beautiful, you know, memories, as you say, um, with so much noisy content and so everything's so fast and, and you know, like in tiny grabs and, and repetitive. And if you can just, you sit with that thing for one half an hour and you're take, transported back to that moment in time. And that's the thing about photographs is printing them out if we have them in front of us, we can be constantly reminded by, and that's why frames and hanging them on the wall is such an important thing for our happiness and our, our joy because it's reminding us of these happier times from the past. And that's how, if we're not happy in the present, that's how we can make ourselves happy by remembering more happy times. Exactly. And photographs allow yes. us to do that, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Esther, for being here. Do you have any uh, last words uh, to give us my audience uh, who, who, are, who have a lot of blockers and need to discover uh, their recovery um, approach with creativity? Yes, I would say if you have an iPhone, then just take your phone and take little photos of things that make you happy around your head. Look for things that make you happy because taking a photograph is mindfulness because you have to look around you and, set and, and root yourself in the moment. You have to choose something that makes you happy and then you, and then you focus on that, that thing and then you like focus in tighter and make the frame the shot. And then, so, and every step you're getting more and more focused on the moment. And then when you take the photograph, then you're tied to that moment forever. Yeah, you focus in and you fret. Well, you like you have to look around you to find the picture you want to make, the thing that's going to bring you joy, and then you have to frame it. So then you like focus even harder on that moment, and then you take the photograph and you tie yourself to that moment forever for the for the length of the life of that photograph. And and what is mindfulness? But being in the present moment. So all photography is mindfulness. It's about being very very present, and I I truly believe that that can help you like that little thing stopping slowing down being in the moment being in the now that's we know that 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 creates gratitude and gratitude creates joy and i wish all of your viewers a great amount of joy yeah and i love uh, actually this idea about the mindfulness as photography photography as mindfulness I never it makes a lot of sense energy. right yeah isn't it because we talk about the focus energy and that's exactly related to what we talk yeah. And yeah, you're right. I love photography. I have a yeah. professional camera and uh, it really helps. I used to live around the High Park area here. Yeah. Uh, High Park area in Toronto is a very beautiful place. Yeah. We have a very big park with them. Um, right now it's Blossom, but now we are not living there. And mm -hmm. it was a really beautiful place to go and take a photo. Yeah. Uh, we had lake and everything. Uh, and you know it's i slows you down right just yeah, slows, it slows you, right you down. down and the point is uh, you are you get very detail oriented because yeah. you you look for beauties to capture or you look for the moment let's say i was going uh, to do the photography uh, when a bird um fly 
Mm. Then a bird flies, yeah. And then amazing. the right moment when she started uh, taking off yeah. uh, the lake. So I captured those moments and that was beautiful. Like, And that, that's going to be stuck in your memory forever, right? Because you yeah, were so focused forever. on it. Yes, so you can create a lot of, even with the mobile camera, you don't need to have like professional camera. No. To no. have... Right now, um, all the mobile cameras have the HD. Form. This is yeah. fine. This is they shoot movies now on this. <laughs> exactly, HD movies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So technology. It's amazing, amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it, and Thank I you. try to go back to photography again. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Well, I wish you luck with it. Thank you so much for having me, Pantera. I really, so really loved it. Yeah.